When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Trot's Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. And a very good morning, everyone. Welcome in to Trot's Talk. Yes, brought to you by HRNZ. Go to hrnz.co.nz for all of your harness racing news, reviews, and more importantly, previews to help you back a winner. We've got plenty on the show for you today. Shortly we'll catch up with a very much informed Bob Butt. His stable continues to kick goals. We'll talk to him about what he's achieved already this week and what his chances are, albeit on the slim side at Miffin today, numerically anyway. Uh, we'll also catch up with John Dunn, who has a good book of drives today. And uh, I think he can at least drive a winner. Samantha Otley's always a pleasure to have on the show. We'll have a chat to her about her handful of drives uh, this afternoon, Matt Peden will drop in. We'll go out to the Mount Hart and catch up with Richard Bromley to set the scene for that. And hopefully, at the back end of all of that, we'll catch up the man they call the brand, Michael Guerin, who's been over at the Inter-Dominion, where we had somewhat of Kiwi success when Cast No Shadow, or as he is in Australia, I Cast No Shadow, won the Pacers series so we'll uh, do all of that over the next hour you can also win yourself a 50 dollars bonus bet courtesy of our friends at the tab all you need to do is text into us double eight double three we're at methin we're on a green surface let's go with green as our passcode today and tell us who you think will win either of the green miles or if you want to tip us both winners the trotters and the paces of course going around in races seven and eight this afternoon. But as mentioned, uh, Bobby B is about to join us because this happened on Friday night. 28.2 down the back as they come for home in the Northern Breeders and it's Manhattan to bring them for home. Up over on the outside, two lengths away is harder than Diamonds. Into the clear there now is La Rosa down the outside. Kelly's delight and here's Darling Me. She's starting to wind up strongly. Darling Me right down the outside. It's Manhattan in front though. Manhattan from Darling Me. Manhattan too strong out in front where she loves to be and she's got the Group 3 Caduceus Club Northern Breeders. Yeah, brilliant performance from Manhattan, continuing her marvellous run of form. Uh, 238, home in 56 and 28. And in from, in front, rather, Bobby B, she's almost unbeaten, as a, unbeatable, rather, as I see. Morning to you. Morning, mate. Yeah, I think um, she, just, she just loves rolling along and um, playing catch me if she can. Career win number nine for her, Bob. But this season has been nothing short of outstanding. I think she's won four of her last six. And this race was obviously almost, always a target. But next week, the $100,000 Queen of Hearts is clearly numero uno for her. Yeah, for sure. But um, no, she's just been um, in great form. And as the old time goes, a mere in form, they're hard to beat. So... She's just loving life at the moment and going great races. Bob, can you put it down to anything? Is it just maturity? Is it just strength? Or is it just her will to win? Because, as you say, when she finds the front, she doesn't want any other horse to run past her. 
Nah, she's like she's like that in track work too. She won't she won't let nothing she won't let anything pass you know, she just pins her ears back. But um, I think it's a maturity thing. She's just got a lot stronger. She was always quite weak. She's still actually quite weak to look at. So I'm hoping um once she comes home and has another spell she might even improve some more, you know. You gave Maddie White the opportunity uh, on Friday night, and he duly obliged. He, he's a talented horseman, spent a bit of time in Australia, of course, and uh, once he found the front in that race, and we'll get to the other runner shortly, Cully's Delight, uh, your confidence levels must have risen because the favourite darling me was well back, as was stylish Memphis, and I suppose that's what you'll be hoping for this week. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, Maddie's obviously a great driver, so um, he's looking after and doing a great job, but... Um I sort of didn't think she'd get the front uh, that easy. She's, um, I mean, she's a great front runner, but one thing about her, she just doesn't have real high gate speed, so she's got to grind her way there sometimes. But um, it's coming to her, and I was actually wrecked the other day. She, she's crossing pretty easy. So um, if she can, you know, keep improving with the gate speed, it's going to get better and better for her. But... Um, She's um, obviously some of those mares and behind that, like Darling Man, Solid, because they were like unbelievable runs considering. But once my mare got to the fence, it makes it hard to get them sort of mares to get into it. Is it a, a, as much about respect as well, Bob? Because now she's done that a few times and she's beaten Darling Me in similar circumstances here in Canterbury. So if she gets the front, they know it's not there for them. Therefore, they either have to move and sit outside, or which we know is very, very difficult to do. Um, is that what it comes down to now? I think so, yeah. I mean, um, like I say, if those other ones draw inside, they're, they're, the thing about them is though they're great set pickers, so they'll probably be happy to hand to her anyway, but um, yeah, if they can, if she can just get get a handy draw and they're not as fortunate in the draws, she just, and she's got that high cruising speed, it just, it makes it tough for them to, to, to come around, to loop the field and, and then kick on at the end. Bob Kelly's delight was also in the race. She was pretty brave in fourth, and if she gets the right sort of run in the Group 1 on Friday night at Alexandra Park, she can grab some pretty important black type form too. Oh, absolutely. She's a um, she's a she's a good mare, Kelly's delight. She always sort of flies under the radar. Um, like um, she's got wicked speed and that. So if she, she just needs a draw. She's just building up. Like she hasn't had the runs under the belt this prep like all those other mares. But um, I was actually wrapped with her run the other night, and uh, she just sort of peaked on her run the last fifty, which had to make a run around the bend. So um, yeah, if she can get a draw, she'll. She'll be there at the finish. Bob, tell me about the makeup of the Manhattan Syndicate, the Travelling Reserve Syndicate. That indicates to me they're about having a bit of fun. Yeah, no, great bunch of fellas. They, um, they, they, they're having the time of their lives, and uh, no, they're all sort of youngish sort of fellas. A lot of them are their first horses, so they're, um, they're, they're living the dream of it, really. All right, uh, she's out of uh, the mare that left the Oaks winner, of course, and what a woman, no matter what. So it's been pretty prolific for, for that brood mare in the last couple of weeks. Oh, absolutely, and that's, uh, that's only going to add to her uh, Manhattan brood mare value too. She was already pretty valuable, but now she's a sister to an Oaks winner. So, um, yeah, no, the page is building good.
All right. Well, we wish you luck barrier draw-wise. I assume that happens tomorrow. So uh, it's going to be very important for both of your mares, but they're certainly in great form and uh, looks like a, a cracking contest with the likes of Darling Me, Stylish Memphis, uh, if they draw better, La Rosa is a pretty handy sort of a horse too. Um, yeah, it should be a great group one there at Alexandra Park on Friday night. A uh, couple of runners you've got in today, Bob. You drive Happy Place. Not such a happy place to be starting from at Miffin because, like so many of our tracks now, you've got to be up and in, but certainly racing well. Yeah, it's going good, the old fellow. But um, what first um, first stand of the race is actually, and I've given him a trial the other day on the stands, and he. He was mucking around a bit before, so I put him on the unruly just to um, try to practice things for him. But um, it's going to make it obviously pretty hard. Um, it's going to be in the back sort of part of the field, you'd think. So, um, like you say, you've got to be handy. But um, old um, Chris Kyle, he's, he's got a good drawer and he's going great races. He's honest and loves the grass and loves the track. So, hopefully, he can. Uh, Begin well, and he'll be a uh, good place chance anyway. Yeah, Bob, he loves the stand. You've got John Dunn driving him. He just got run down by She's Tough at uh, Mota Carrara. If he was able to step and find the front, he'd certainly give a sight. Yeah, he would. It's probably um, a bit of my own fault with the drive on him, too. I probably went a bit slow, and the uh, the other ones out, out pinged me at uh, Mota Carrara. But um, a mile and a half today, he'll. he'll along and um, you, like I say, you'll give a good thought. You give John the opportunity in that race. Uh, Robert, Jenna and John give you a chance on Sam's Town, who you drove at the Mott and behind Buckskin. Went a good race. This is the Green Mile with Methvin Four Square, race number eight. And he's about a $12 uh, uh, shot, Bobby, but um, not without a chance because uh, he likes racing both at the track and on the grass. Yeah, he's right. He's, um, he's a uh, Great grass tracker, Samstown, and uh, he can, he's got not, not too bad a draw, so if he can just slot in and be in the front half of the field when they're turning for home, uh, I'm sure he'll go a great race. Bob, this season, this new season, the new 12-month calendar year as it is, 46 training wins, 39 driving, both records for you. Um, was 50 a target, or is it still a target? Because you're pretty bloody close to it, mate. No way, I never thought in my wildest dreams I'd get to 46, but um, I would have been happy with about 15 or 20, but um, nah, just things have snowballed, it's been unreal really, just the horses going up, and um, but, yeah, just had nice horses come in the gate, and great owners, and I've got great staff, I'm real lucky there, so yeah, I've no targets really, it's just, just lucky really. Ah, well, you just keep doing what you're doing because you're doing it right. And uh, if you can get to basically one a week, uh, that's a, a staggering performance. I know some of them around you, the likes of the Hopes, that's their target each and every year. And once you once you set a target, Bob, I suppose it's going to be harder to, to get there, but um, it gives you something to challenge yourself each year. Oh, for sure. It's just, um, just you just need those horses coming in the gate, though. Like, once they get on their marks and that, some of them, it makes it harder, which a lot of mine are probably starting to get near their marks. So, uh, but anyway, we'll chip away and hopefully the north one's coming through out of the next one. All right. We appreciate your time here on uh, Trot's Talk. Wish you well today and again leading into the big group one at Alexandra Park on Friday night. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Catch up. There he is, uh, Robert John Butt, better known as Bob. And, yeah, when you look through his stats this year, this season, 
Uh, he's certainly doing a, a magic job, mind you. He is bred to do this business pretty nicely. Thanks very much. Time for us to take our first break, but don't forget to enter the competition. Text to double eight double three your name, your TAB account number, the code word green, and who you think will win either of the green miles or both. I see Robert McRae's come in. He likes Matadiros into Samstown. So he's thinking it's a done deal today. All right, we'll take this break. On the other side, we'll catch up with John Dunn. Samantha Rotley will talk to us too. And the first cab off the rack will be Brendan Hill. I'm a sovereign man. And I'm so brilliant. I got the south in my blood. And I'm going to be here till I'm getting well and it is the Southern Man segment on Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. For all your harness racing news, previews and reviews, go to hrnz.co.nz. Brendan Hills joined us on the line. He will be at the Mount Harding today with a few good chances too. Morning to you, Brendan. Good morning, Greg. How are you? Excellent, thanks, mate. Thanks for taking the time out to have a chat to us on what looks to be a brilliant Canterbury day from where I'm sitting at Addington Raceway. What's it looking like out there? Yeah, we've just arrived and unloaded, and um, so far, so good. They say rain, but touch wood at the moment, we're looking pretty good, and yeah, a bit of cloud cover, but yeah, really nice day. Beautiful grass track it is there at the Mount Harding. Of course, it is for the standard breeds only, so there's no crossing. That means that every horse uh, gets to cruise around on a pretty good surface. You've got a few chances today, and one that really interests me is Bad Ombre in race number two, a horse that showed you plenty a couple of years ago, but we haven't seen him since. Why not? He did show a lot earlier on and um, win a few good races, but we've had some issues with his legs and um, time's been his friend and um, he's good at the moment. You know, he's a week-to-week sort of horse. He's good at the moment and um, I just thought no trials. I actually brought all four that are in today down here on uh, Monday and worked in and he needed to do something and he worked really nice while I've been here. So I'm trying to have him 100% sound and probably 85% fit at the, at the moment, to be honest. All right, he's $6, Spenny, into $3.80, so there's some confidence around his chances. He's come up with a nice barrier draw, and, of course, uh, the Mayor of Meffin, RT May, drives all of your team today. What sort of percentage chance would you give him of winning this race? Oh, look, I think I'd, I'd, I think he'd be top three. I just see the one the one's been trialling really good and, and going really good and probably a bit fitter than us and, and had those trials. Um I don't know how good it is on ability. I know my fellow goes pretty good. So he, I think that's the one to um, beat us. So if we run second to that or, or better, I'd be pretty happy. All right, Franco, Tim, he's a $2.40 chance from the inside barrier draw for the Thornleys, Chris and Gemma. This is an unusual one for one B Hill. A seven-year-old by the prayers, Winberg Watch. A, how did you come to get it? Although I'm pretty sure I can work that out, judging by the owners that are in there. And uh, B, what sort of chance today? Yeah, I think you've worked it out. Two good mates of mine, and um, look, he, he's um, he was a cheap purchase, very cheap purchase on Gavel House, and um, uh, how do I say it? He's rising eight, so you know I don't expect him to win today. Um, he worked really nice down here on Monday. Probably the cool thing about this horse is um, my youngest boy Seth's working for me now, and he's had a lot to do with this horse and um, really done a good job. So I'm excited for him. You know, hopefully the horse goes good for him more than anybody else, and. Um, Look, he can try it. He's a bit, he's a bit full on. But um, if he gets around and Ricky's happy and I'm happy and my other two mates are happy, we'll be happy. But, you know, he'd want to perform too. Like, he's not a project as a three-year-old working forward, is he? 
No, he certainly isn't. Dave McHugh and, of course, Tank Ellis involved in the ownership along with you. Uh, race number six, Jimmy James Maguire. He's done some really good things, the son of Better's Delight. Uh, look, he was excellent on Cup Day. He went to Timaru, and I thought he was pretty good behind Wheels of Fortune, who went round in the derby, of course. Uh, nicely drawn up, although it is his first stand, and that is the question. How do you expect him to go away? I actually expect the stand not to be a problem at all. He's had a few trials and he's just flown. I know it's different race day, but I'm very confident he'll step. Maybe too confident. And first time with the sliding blinds, like Cup Day, he just got off the bit. I know they were going 155, 154 speed, but Ricky just said I needed him up on the bit a bit more. And Timur was a bit the same, even though he didn't handle the track. So we've got sliding blinds on him too, which hopefully assist in a good way. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy with him. He'll be a good, very good chance. All right, and he's already been uh, a performer on the grass, of course, has uh, Jimmy James Maguire winning his only start at this venue. Sergeant, best completes your team, and I reckon it's the best value chance of yours today. I agree. Look, he works super down here on Monday, really good. He, I was going to give him two weeks off. I actually think it turned into three, but he doesn't take much work, and um, he's just good, fresh. He loves the grass. If he's not too far off them from the draw, like he's probably better safe for one run. I, I think he can win it. I, I think he's a good each-way bet, and... Um, and um, he's just a neat horse to have in the barn. All right, seems like a pretty good team you're taking there today. What's the best of them for our SENZ Trots Talk listeners, Benny? Jimmy James Maguire. I really like him. All right, we'll go with him. Race six, number six, Jimmy James Maguire, uh, who is currently at $5.50. Go well, mate. Thanks, mate. Beautiful. That's Brendan Hill. From him, we go to John Dunn, who's got a busy day driving-wise. Morning to you, John. Morning, Greg. Just looking up your stats, you're honing in on 1,500 career-winning drives and currently sit 15th on the all-time list. When you look down that list, mate, um, you're starting to get up there. Yeah, starting to get up there, all right, and uh, had a lot of help on the way and nice horses to drive, which is a, which is a big plus. But, um, yeah, wins are, wins are getting up there, all right. You're only 700 behind Dexter. I'm not totally convinced we'll ever see him back here driving so I suppose in some ways mate that that might be a target you can you can get past your younger brother yeah target but it's a wee way wee way to go yet but uh we'll just keep chipping away and yeah like you say I don't think Dex will add to that tally here so it might be a goal for me right hey you do get to celebrate Christmas with him this time uh, this year I understand which will be pretty cool yeah, it'd be really cool, actually. Uh, we're, we're excited, and he's very excited. Um, you can even tell, talking to him on the phone, he can't wait to get back. So he's, he's here for five, nearly on five weeks, which is um, great he can have so long over here and uh, catch up with everyone. All right, let's get into your chances uh, today in the Green Mile for the Trotters, Matadiros. Uh, brilliant record on the grass, as we know. I went back through his mobile record. He's only had the... Uh, one start, I think, for you guys here in a Fred Shaw where he galloped with a lap to go. Um, so his mobile record, maybe on paper, doesn't look that good, but he has the class factor to win today. Yeah, he does. He does have the class factor. Loves the grass. Uh, great grass track record. And um, like you say, though, the mobiles, he just gets a wee bit revvy. Um, that's what happened when he galloped in the Fred Shaw. He's just sort of likes to chase. He's on the unruly. So if I can follow a helmet, from the get-go and relaxes, um, trots the whole way, definitely got to be a great chance. Johnny, he's race seven, number nine. Two-pronged attack for the Dunn team going around in the Methan Four-Square Supermarket Green Mile. Mighty Louie returns. He's been in Australia. What sort of product will we get to see today? 
Uh, we'd need the run. Uh, brought back from Aussie, Australia just didn't sort of suit that style. It was hard, hard once he got up the grades there. And um, but he is can't fault the way he's trialled. He's trialled up really good, but uh, just drawn out a wee bit wider and, and sort of the pattern he likes to he likes one crack at them. So he's drawn out wide enough, and hopefully let's go hard up front. I can get into it at some point, and, but uh, definitely benefit from the run. What about Sam's Town? We just spoke to Bob Button. Uh, he gave the horse a, a reasonable sort of a push. Pretty solid second behind Buckskin at the Yakaroa Cup meeting. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it um, last weekend. Probably should have won this way. He sort of got the tempos in front. Um, sort of knocked off a wee bit. Then sort of kicked when Buckskin come at him. But he's come through that fine. Can't fold his work, and um, he seems happy. But back to the mobile. Like most of his. Uh, Good record is from the stand starts. We can step away pretty quick. So, um, and and especially with a bit of gates being inside. But if he, he posses up not too far off, and he's a nice place chance. Johnny, can I'm your Huckleberry get the punters uh, well back on side with him? Won't be easy from his draw, but he's a bit better than his form would indicate. Yeah, definitely better than the form. Uh, just over racing bad. He's sort of he's got to learn to relax in his races, and uh, like you say, it's going to be very hard from outside the second row. Um, but but if he relaxes and gets a near enough trap, he has got speed to boot. So um, hopefully, hopefully he does. If he does, he, he's like you say, his ability's there. Johnny, you got a handful of other drives. Is Mataderos clearly the best for you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the only, only query though is mobile, but hopefully we can uh, get you with that right. And but definitely our ability, and it'd be a nice race to win. So uh, he, he's definitely my pick. It would be. Get your hands uh, ready to go, mate. I'm sure it'll be hard to beat, and we appreciate your time, as always, on Trot's Talk. Thanks, mate, Greg. Beautiful. That's uh, John Dunn having a marvellous season again, second on the Premiership currently, and we're joined now by Samantha Otley. Uh, morning to you, Samantha. Good morning, Greg. Thanks so much uh, for your time. Handful of drives today. Most of them are double figures, and you're probably thinking, why am I ringing you? Well, we need to get you back in form Samantha, I think you've only had a handful of wins in the last four or five weeks. So, uh, yeah, I know cup time makes it really difficult because you're driving you know, against the best and, and, and the best horses. But, um, yeah, we need to get you back in form. Oh, thanks, Greg. Hopefully you're the omen then. Yeah, well, let's let's hope so. Let's work through your chances uh, today. Last win was with the Coleman on a grass surface at uh, Geraldine, but you're on Watch That Man in race number two. Has been going some good races off handy draws. Doesn't have such a handy draw today. That's right. Um, yeah, the draw's a wee bit nigglier today, but um, one that's been sort of getting better each run he does have. Oh, we sound like we've just lost Samantha there. She'll be on her way to the Mount Harding, where, by the way, they started. 12.21 this afternoon and Samantha Otley's first drivers watch that man, I didn't mean to be derogatory there about her driving at the moment either she's uh, only driven 636 more than I'll ever drive so uh, she's pretty talented as we know but um, we seem to have lost Samantha there so uh, we might try and pick her back up, are you there Sam? Nope She's still not just with us at the moment, but uh, yeah, watch that man. Certainly done uh, some good things in his last couple of starts, but he's been in handy positions throughout at both Geraldine and Mota Carrara. Has to start off for the back row today and is a $9 chance. Uh, the first of her five drives today. She drives Lizzie Richter in race number four again. 
Won't be easy, Samantha, from uh, the unruly, but she needs to be there, as we saw at Wingatui last time. Um, yeah, sorry, we just cut out there, Greg. I'm, I'm guessing you're talking about Lizzie Richter here. Um, I'm not really sure what nice things we can say about her at the moment. Um, she's certainly on the naughty list, um, but one that can certainly do it if she puts her feet in the right places. Like you say, she's unruly and she's got to do things right, but um, hey, if something happens out there today and she does, she certainly is good enough, but yeah, what Lizzie turns up, I don't know. Yeah, she's got a motor, there's no question about that. You got uh, Kawai Shadow home last time at the Yakaroa meeting on the Mott, uh, inside second row. She starts off the 10 metres uh, today. Uh, what sort of chance? Because it won at nice odds last time. Yeah, I have to correct you there, though, Greg. So Jared, Jared, Jared drove it, yeah. Drove yep, Jared drove that one, she yep. Went, she actually went very good. She sat past and um, puffed it out real good. Um, like you say, it makes it a wee bit harder today off the 10 metres. She'll need a little bit of luck, but she certainly loves the grass. and It's an, it's an even field, too. I think it's probably one of the races of the day. There's many a chances there. So she's just going to need a little bit of luck. And, uh, she's honest, though. What about the changeover mare reformed for your mum? A couple of runs back this time in. She should be ready to step it up, I think. Yeah, she's just a, um, you know, just a bit of a battler, but she sort of tries hard. And her, her last start, she actually... Um, was probably one of her better ones. She sat part of the trip and um, only got swamped late in the piece to run six. So um, on that run, if she comes away and gets herself handy and doesn't have to do any work, she, she's a place chance in that, in that field with the right run. Is Sunny Vista a little bit in the same boat? We see the best of him when he's won twice. Um, I, I thought he was better than the 26-odd dollars that he was uh, being offered today in the, in the last race. Yeah, he, um, again, his um, last win was at Nest. He's sort of a big rolling type, of course. Of, um, probably lacks a little bit of high speed. So he doesn't mind sort of getting up in amongst it early and, and bowling along, which from the draw we'll probably have to look to do that today. Get him posy handy and um, yeah, see what he can do. All right, all each way chances today. Sam, what is the next few weeks uh, sort of, how does it unveil for you? Are you on the coast? Are you down south? Are you doing everything? Who does all your drives? All of that sort of stuff because, gee, it's going to be a busy time. Yeah, it's always um, a, a busy time, um, you know, December, January, but it's a great time too, you know, lots of good racing and um, plenty of great tracks to get to. So, yeah, I do all my own drives and that. And um, last year I did go everywhere, which, was, you know, was a big ask and, and pretty tiring, but... Um, it seemed to work out, you know, there's always a few of us that sort of seem to travel and that together, so it works out. But, yeah, I'll just have to see what drives I've got where and, um, yeah, open to going anywhere, really. All right, well, you're going really well. You've driven, as I said before, over 600 winners and certainly 600 more than I'll ever drive, Samantha. So we appreciate your time on Trots Talk and uh, wish you well today. Like I say, they're all each-way chances without one standing out. Yeah, that's right, like you say. They're going to need a bit of luck, but, um, and hopefully we get it today. So, yeah, good luck to the punters. Good, good on you, Sam. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Thank you. It's Samantha Otley, who's on her way to the Mount Harding, and, yeah, probably of her chances. Maybe her mum's horse reformed in race nine and a place chance in the last on Sunny Vista. That's the uh, Southern Man section. Hopefully you've got enough information to help you get involved at the Methvin meeting on the Mount Harding this afternoon. Another short break for us. On the other side, we'll get Richard Bromley, who's at the track, to tell us what we can expect track-wise and weather-wise. Uh, we'll catch up with Matt Peden and Michael Guerin, his 
text in. He's awake. That's a good result, isn't it? We'll talk Inter-Dominions with him in the last segment. Welcome back into Trot's Talk. Don't forget to enter our competition. Text to double eight double three. your name, your TAB account number, the code word green, and tell us who you think will win one of the green miles, or both, if you think you can grab the double. Let's get a scene set from the track. Their racing secretary is Richard Bromley, man who puts together all the fields. Morning to you, Richard. Morning, Gregory. How's things? Yep, excellent. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Set the scene for me. How's it looking at the Mount Harding? Perfect at the moment. Absolutely perfect. Probably 22, 23 degrees, not a breath of wind. There is a bit of cloud cover sort of um, forming from the south, but at the moment she's just she's perfect. Absolutely perfect. All right. Let's hope it stays that way. It's a very important day, Richard, of course, Green Mile Day for the club. And with Methven Four Square, you've got the Pacers race number eight. An even sort of a go this year brings a couple of form lines together. Celtic Spirit comes off a Cup Day win and then a win on Grand Prix Day last week. Sam's Town was good in the Akaroa Cup. Coravalli Stars been racing great forever. Homebush Lad won the Geraldine Cup. How do you see this year's Green Mile going? Interesting, as you say, I mean, Celtic Spirit, the horse on the up. You've got horses like Got You Covered and Shan Noble have been racing against a lot stronger opposition back in grey now. So there are definitely chances, but I have to settle on one. Probably go with Shan Noble outside the front gate of the mobile, as we said before, just been racing in some very, very strong fields of late. Bit of a drop back in class, I think it's his race to win, but you can't leave the likes of Celtic Spirit, got you covered. Even Coravalli Star got home well last start, or Homebest Laird, who loves the grass, one second row, a big assist. All right, let's talk about the Green Mile for the Trotters with Whiteout Festival and uh, Matadiros. We spoke to John Dunn. He's slightly concerned about the mobile because he can get a bit revy, but we know his record on the grass. Very, very good record on the grass, Matadiros. We'll take all sorts of betting. I mean, beating, should I say, the Dominator was successful in this race two years ago, so you can see him going forward and uh, putting up a very steady clip out in front. So it um, be very, very tough to beat. And, of course, you've got to respect the Greg and Nina Hope duo of Enheim and Midnight Dash once again. Uh, been racing very, very strong fields of late. Bit of a drop back in class. So, But Matadiros, if he copes with the mobile outside the front, will take all sorts of betting and continue that very good grass track record. Yeah, it's probably a deeper race than uh, the paces when you consider Franco Josiah, a Cup Day winner, uh, very good on show day. Time Up a Hill comes out of the Group 1 behind Muscle Mountain last week. I Dream of Genie. Ian Hine, we know his short course record, Midnight Dash, should be a cracking contest. Hey, appreciate your time, Richard. Thanks for setting the scene. Good as gold. Well. Catch up. Thanks, Greg. All right. From a punting point of view, we need to talk to Matt Peden from the tab. Uh, morning to you, Matthew. Hey, Greg. How are you? Yeah, excellent. Thank you. Uh, looking forward to a big day out there at the Mount Harding. 11 races today. Where's the early money going? Greg, there's a couple today, which is uh, which is quite unusual for a, a day on the grass. You don't tend to see the moves until late in betting. But uh, come up with five for us. Uh, the first is in race one, the maiden trot, a little late for us. It moved as, as soon as we opened the market yesterday. It's been eight into five dollars. Uh, race two, bad hombre for Benny Hill and Ricky May, six into four dollars, which is a good lead because it's its first race start in over 12 months and without a trial too. So some confidence in the market there. Uh, race number six, better believe it for Colin and Julie DePhilippe, 13 into $7. Good manners at the start of key for him. Uh, Green Mile Trot, Enghein, 7 into $4.50. Wasn't a bad run on uh, on uh, Sunday last week uh, for sitting parts. And uh, race eight, the Green Mile Celtic Spirit. He's had two good wins since resuming, both on feature days at Addington, and he's been 3.50 into 2.50.
All right, they're the movers uh, today. Thanks very much for the update on them. Just going back to last Sunday, it was Grand Prix Day. Um, there were some short price favourites got home, obviously uh, Millwood Nike and Muscle Mountain and Akuta, but that was probably offset uh, by Republican Party. How did things stack up from a bookmaker's point of view last week? It ended up okay. It was one of those days which uh, which potentially could have been, well, I, I use the term bloodbath, and um, I mean, you need one one or two results to go your way, which which luckily for the uh, luckily for us in the office we got. But um, look, it was a good day's racing. It was competitive racing. Turnover was excellent. So hopefully it's onwards, onwards and upwards, I should say, from uh, from there, and we can build on that day in the coming years. Matt, there's only one futures market open. I don't think I've seen this in a very, very long time. It is the race by Grins, of course, where we have four horses. At $5, Akuta, winner of the Derby, of course, uh, with Sunshine Stars on Sunday. BD Joe, who won the East-West Fencing Summer Cup last week. Copy That, who was outstanding in 152, winning at Alexandra Park. And Self Assured, who was very brave in that Summer Cup, at $5. Then you're out to Old Town Road, $8. Rock and Roll Do, the same. $11, Majestic Cruiser. Spank him at 13s, an ultra-wise guy. And... Cast No Shadow, an expensive ego spirit of St. Louis, all around the $17 mark. I'm picking there hasn't been a whole lot of movement in that market thus far, but yeah, you'd almost take a breath, wouldn't you, given that there's um, no other futures in sight? No, there's not much there at the moment. I can tell you that we're planning on opening the three, three-year-old Harness Million races this week, as well as the New Zealand Cup market for 2023, and just looking at the draft for our New Zealand Cup market for 2023, it's a lot like this race by Grins market. It's it's really hard to split any of these runners at the top four or five and in betting just because of the uh, just because of the depth we've got in the open class ranks at the moment right at the top. So the, uh, the yeah, as I say, the New Zealand Cup market won't be a whole lot different. But the race by Grins is is probably going to heat up like it did last year as we get closer to jump time once we start having runners confirmed for slots and and whatnot. But um, yeah, I can't see there being much activity there in the next month or so. All right, the Harness Millions to be run at Alexandra Park on the 17th of February, just prior to the New Zealand Bloodstock uh, Standard Bread sales, which you can go online to NZB Standard Bread. Just Google it if you like, and uh, your catalogue is there. And speaking to Cambrai this week, he said those catalogues will be out in the mail over the next week or 10 days. Matthew, thanks so much for your time as uh, always, and no doubt we'll catch up again pre-Christmas on Picking Next Week. We'll need you on the show again, Matthew, so uh, yeah, keep your phone handy. Thank you, Rick. I'll set the alarm now. Yeah, good on you, mate. That's Matthew Beaton from the Bookmaker's Desk. Uh, last chance for you to enter our competition to double eight double three. Text it in your name, your TOB account number, the code word GREEN, and your winner of either of the Green Miles or both. Looking forward to them uh, this afternoon. Uh, Brett Johnson from Huntley asking, is Celtic Spirit going to lead and win in the Pacers Green Mile? Short break for us on the other side into Dominion Wrap with Mickey G. The inside out cast no shadow. Honolua Bay's out now. He's looming up out three wide. Spirit of St. Louis is coming four deep. The runs are coming. They went 26-4 the third quarter. It's act now on the final bend from expensive ego. Honolua Bay's joining in. Into the straight act now four metres. Honolua Bay down the outside. I cast no shadows pushing through. I cast no shadow got through to grab the lead. Torrid St. Late. It's I cast no shadow in front. I cast no shadow. 
I cast those shadows, won it from Torrid Saint a photo third, Honolulu Bayonet now. The half million dollar SEN track inter Dominion pacing grand final held at Melton last night. On track, of course, was our very own Michael Guerin and the run of Jason Grimson and Cameron Hart continues. Michael, as I say, a very good morning to you. Good morning, Gregor. Um, yes, another another victory at Group One level for them after majestic cruises, heroics over the last year, both in New Zealand and Australia, and a passing lane win. It was a passing lane dominated race, first, second, and third, including Torrid Saint in second. After he only got into the race on Friday afternoon, Greg, for Julie Douglas um, after the scratching of Beyond Delight. Down the back in 26 and change, met the horses in the running line. Greg had no chance to make any ground. and He's a New Zealand bred horse, so I think Sean Daly might have actually bred this horse and might have a half to it going through the sales uh, in February. So congratulations to him. Uh, Diane Riley, who owns the horse, has owned horses for 60 years, and she was absolutely thrilled last night at Melton. Probably not the strongest into Dominion field or into Dominion series we've ever seen, Greg, but he's a good, big, strong horse. He's won that and the Len Smith mile, and he'll be another contender over the summer, Greg. But the question many people are asking afterwards is what do we need to do to get this into Dominion back to its former glory? When you think of horses like Self Assured or Copy That or even Rock and Roll Do, who wasn't there and is heading to Cranbourne, I believe, next week. So, yeah, Greg, it was a great series uh, on the pacing front for fun. It was a great series for the Victorians, even though it was taken out by a New South Wales horse at the final hurdle. And great to see this continued rise of Cameron Hart, who's a good young driver, and he does a fantastic job, along with Jason Grimson. So, Greg, one of those series which I've enjoyed. Lots of cool stories along the way. Um, would it put it in the top 10 pacing into the minion fields I've seen though so uh, we move on Yep, we do. Whilst we're talking Inter-Dominion, we need to have a look at the SNN track Inter-Dominion Trotters final. Here's what unfolded there. Just believes a metre away. Then Mafasa Metro. There's almost daylight for Queen Elida now. Off the back in 28.7. It's Majestuoso from Just Believe. Then Mafasa Metro. Queen Elida's into the clear, but 10 off them. Majestuoso goes for home. Just Believe balances up four metres away. Then Queen Elida. Majestuoso led. Just Believe is lifting. It's Majestuoso. Just Believe dives and got him. Greg Sugars has done it again. Just Believe beat Majestuoso. Brilliant performance from Just Believe, unbeaten through the series, Michael. His first three wins and the heats were all done from the top end. He had to sit parked. He had to be the best. And that, for me, is what the Inter-Dominion is all about. Yeah, he was outstanding. And Greg Sugars, his driver and and quasi-trainer, because his wife Jess trains the horse, um, summed it up beautifully. He didn't move at all to the mile marker and then basically turned the race into a mile race. Went round, sat parked, put no pressure on and then waited for the leader, Majestioso, who was very good, uh, to come back to him and nailed it right on the line. I, I thought at the 100 metre mark, Majestioso was still home. But he's been a really good, consistent, developing horse during the series and since Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars took him over about seven or eight starts ago, in fact, I think it's 10 starts, Greg, he's had seven wins and three second placings. Um, he did beat Bolt for Brilliance, of course, the Kiwi who 
very sadly for, for him and for his connections, uh, was pulled out of the series last Monday, found to have a fracture last Sunday. She found to have a fracture in his pedal bone. And you sort of get the feeling this was a series that got away on Bolt for Brilliance. But at least Just Believe is a decent horse who's proven he can beat Bolt for Brilliance, even if it was under a circumstance when the Kiwi horse may have been uh, below his best. Like, at least that happened, Greg, so you don't go, oh, well, it was some absolute, you know, pony of a horse at 50 to 1 who's won the final. This would have been Bolt for Brilliance winning by 20 metres. At least good horses were first and second and third. Third being Queen Elida for our good friend Tony Barron and the New Zealand connections of the horse. So at least Greg, you go, okay, well, good horses were there. It wouldn't have been an absolute cakewalk for Bolt for Brilliance, even though the best version of him probably would have won the Inter-Dominion trotting final. So... He'll be a horse who's a factor in races like the Great Southern Star, where he'll be seeing Muscle Mountain from New Zealand in early February. And they're good people, the Tubbs and Sugars team. So, Greg, they celebrated last night. They left the track, they went home, and they had nachos on the couch. So no drinking and celebrating for them, even though there was quite a bit of that in Melbourne last night, Greg, because, um, yes, Christmas time and the Billy Joel concert on and, a lot of racing people getting together. Uh, it was a very social evening, Greg, and a very social carnival, to be honest. But, yes, Greg, I can't get over the feeling that the Interdominions, in its current state, while it was great fun, and there was a massive crowd at Melton last night, um, it's fallen several pegs uh, down the picking order in Australasian harness, and I think only a financial injection to take the pacing final to a million dollars. Greg can fix that, in my opinion. He heads to Queensland next year. I spoke to David Brick, who's in charge of harness racing for Racing Queensland, and he said, we're going to go again in December. I thought they might be tempted to go to a winter into the minion to try and get more horses from New Zealand away from New Zealand Cup on Greg, but it's going to be a bit of a battle for them if they have the Inter-Dominion in Queensland this time next year, because again, it's so close to the Cup and so close to the Grand Prix. I just think at the moment it's a series that doesn't live in the hearts of New Zealand trainers quite as much as it did 10 years ago. All right, we'll talk more about that on the box seat on Wednesday morning when we record that. We'll also talk about the Australasian young drivers because Taylor French got home by just three points over Kiwi Sam Thorne. We've got to leave it there. Michael, appreciate your time. I know you're looking forward to getting home and getting your teeth into some pretty serious issues, including that short fall that TAB announced uh, inside the last week. Thanks for your time as always, Michael. See you on Wednesday, Brand. All right, there he is, uh, Michael Guerin out of Victoria. That pretty much wraps up our show. Producer dude, Robbie, thanks to all of our guests. Catching up with Bob Butt, John Dunn, Sam Otley, Brendan Hill, Richard Bromley on course, of course, and uh, Matthew Peden. What about a winner of our $50 bonus? Uh, who'd you go for today, producer dude, Robbie? Gone for Liam today. He backs uh, Sam's Town to win. I like it. All right, Samstown, nice price too, around uh, the $12. It's Meth and Green Mile Day. I thought there was a few good bets. Matadiros looks home in the Trotters section. I thought uh, Melton Militant, race three, number one, was a cracking bet. And the best of the day from Brendan Hill, Jimmy James Maguire. He's at about $5.50. That's a nice price. And if you wanted to back one on an each-way basis in the Meth and Four Square, Meth and Green Mile, I thought Coravelli Star. 
should appreciate the mobile conditions. But that's been Trot's Talk, brought to you by Harness Racing New Zealand. Both Michael and I will catch you next week, where we'll wrap up a big day out of Invercargill from Saturday, the $100,000 Group 1 Invercargill Cup.